Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to the eighth episode in our Aikido series of Executive Presence Morsels. I hope you've been enjoying these lessons and learning something from it. I, I know I've benefited tremendously uh, from the way the physical realities and principles in in Aikido apply very directly and serve as amazing metaphors to interpersonal uh, sort of life perspective. So today I want to share a topic which I think all of us are familiar with, um, especially when you get into more high-performing situations with a lot of stress and a lot of expectation. And that is self-sabotage, or to put it another way, getting out of your own way, right? How many times have you seen someone with so much potential, maybe that person is you, so much potential and, and just the ability to do so much, and they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. They just keep saying, doing, or approaching things in a way that gets them suboptimal results. And it's so frustrating because you see the potential, you know it's there, maybe you've even said something, but more often than not, it, it's not something that can be um, corrected very easily from an external guidance. A lot of times it has to start internally where they're ready to receive uh, that guidance. You know that expression, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. It's, it's one of those sorts of things. So um, I want to share with you an example of where this concept just really, uh, you know, one aspect of this concept just really resonated with me in, in a really powerful way, totally unexpected. So um, I had this instructor, Will Calero Sensei, amazing guy, awesome Aikido, like everyone is always like so impressed by like how crisp and like quick and like powerful uh, his Aikido is. And uh, I was working on a technique and um, I forget the name of the technique, but the way it works is it's not like an actual technique you, you would actually do, but it's, it's to teach you some sort of the principles of moving uh, energy and people. And it kind of involves like the, the, the person is, um, is holding on to your wrist and you're kind of moving them around. And it's almost like you, you're putting your hand around your head like a lasso. So you're basically spinning them around your whole body again not really realistic in terms of what might actually happen, you know, in the real world. But uh, in this exercise, if you do it properly, um, you can kind of see where you can move the person in, in this sort of way and complete the technique. And I was just getting stuck, right? Like I would get the person like a half or three quarters of the way. And then all of a sudden, like the momentum of the person would just die. Like they would just drop their feet would get flat, and then I would have to muscle. And I'm not doing the technique anymore if I have to put in muscle because it's really based on momentum uh, and proper positioning. And so I was getting so frustrated, and I asked, you know, Calero Sensei to come over, and I, you know, I said, you know, what is going on? I just, I just can't get, you know, whoever I was working with, you know, to move past a certain point. And you know, my partner wasn't doing anything wrong. They were actually responding in exactly the right way. They were responding to what they felt, uh, and not like, you know, faking. Uh, sort of the movement to give me a false sense of confidence. So he said, Joe, you know, do the technique a few times. Like, let me see what you're doing. 
So I did the technique and the same exact thing happened. And I was like, see, you know, it just keeps dying here. I don't understand why. And so he walked over and he goes, well, at this point, I want you just to shift your shoulders just a little bit. So instead of facing them, you're kind of shoulder to shoulder to them, right? At the point in the technique where I was getting stalled. So I tried it again. And wouldn't you know, the person came all the way around when I shifted my shoulders and was facing in the same direction instead of facing towards them. And I could finish the technique. And it was just amazing to see how a small shift in my positioning, in my body, had a huge impact on how the other person moved, right? It wasn't by applying more force. It wasn't by yelling at the person or some sort of, you know, incentive. It was by me just adjusting my body just a little bit, how they, it cleared a path, it opened up the energy, uh, it, it just enabled them to move in the way that the technique works and, and that I had intended them to move all along. And it, and it really was a case of, it's not them, it was me. It was totally me. Now, ask yourself, how often do we apply that to leadership and management and interpersonal situations. We spend a lot of time thinking about what's wrong with people and how to get other people to change and how to convince them to do something differently. How much time do we actually spend on maybe making small, and I'm talking, they can be minor adjustments, right? I'm not talking about getting a new personality, right? It can often just be a minor adjustment in timing, in the way you ask something or request something. It can be um, a change in your presence or, or energy or feeling towards the person in the situation can make a huge difference in how they respond to people and how other people respond to other other people respond to you. And that's what it means to get out of your own way, to recognize that you are the person, right? You are the person that's making it difficult for other people to do the thing that they would have done. They, they want to do it, right? We're all working together. We're all on the same team. They would have done it if you had just been able to figure out how to get out of your own way instead of being upset and focusing on what they're doing wrong and how to change what they're doing while you don't change at all. So I hope this has been helpful to you. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive presence morsels. If you have a situation you'd like to share where something like this happened to you, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a voice message on Anchor FM or email me at joe at connectioncounselor.com. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. Welcome to our ninth and second to last in our Aikido series of Executive Presence Morsels. I've really enjoyed sharing some of the insights I've gained from Aikido and applying it to my personal and professional life and hope you're enjoying and getting uh, some helpful information out of this as well. So in previous episodes, we talked about how just connecting, just merely connecting to someone is not enough. And we also talked about in our previous episode, or, or yesterday, 
about how sometimes it requires us to make a move within ourselves to actually have the best impact rather than trying to force the move on someone else. So today's episode is sort of a combination of those two concepts in a very specific um, application. And you know, one thing that happens and that I've noticed is when you're performing uh, an Aikido technique and you're actually performing it well, like there's no perfect performance, right? Because people's bodies and shapes are different. Um, the energy is different. There's no real like perfect execution when you're dealing with two human beings moving around in three-dimensional space with, with sort of different skills and bodies and energy. But there's doing it right. And Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.